0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Bobby, and I'm your friend who knows just a little bit too much about pop culture. Welcome to your weekly meeting of Pop Culture Fanatics Anonymous. Happy Turkey Day, everyone. So I know that this episode is going up a little bit later than it usually does, but I figured that if I usually upload on Wednesdays and this episode is themed around Thanksgiving, I might as well just upload on Thanksgiving. So hopefully you can put this on while you're getting food prepared or you're getting ready to head over to friends, loved ones, houses, whatever you're doing on this Turkey Day this year. Um, I hope that I can join you as I just kind of gush about Bob's Burgers and how well they do Thanksgiving as well as talk a little bit about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade which is something that I watch every single year uh, and have done it since I was a little kid and it's like a very big tradition of mine and I know a lot of other people share that tradition as well so let's get into it. So, like I said, I want to gush very quickly about Bob's Burgers. I'm going to try and keep this episode pretty succinct and under 20 minutes, but we will see if I actually achieve that. But I love Bob's Burgers just as a show. I think it's one of the best pieces of adult animation put out in the last 20 years. Absolutely. It's a show that just always shocks me with how good it's been and it's been consistently good for a very long time and so I think for that reason alone I love it but it was one of the first shows like I tend to notice that with TV shows especially sitcoms they tend to focus on like a couple of holidays specifically so you always have like a Christmas episode you always have a Valentine's Day episode maybe St. Patrick's Day, like some other ancillary holidays and then for Thanksgiving, it tends to be like a oh, this episode takes place around Thanksgiving, but it's not an official Thanksgiving episode. You get it. But Bob's Burgers is a a show that really like emphasizes Thanksgiving and not in like a emphasizing the pilgrims and emphasizing the Mayflower type of way, but just in like a way of And it makes sense. Like Bob is a a chef and Thanksgiving is really a chef's holiday. It's, you know, a holiday where a lot of people who love to cook, that's where they, you know, really shine. And they love it because they get to show off their culinary talents and whatnot. So it makes sense that Bob would love Thanksgiving and wanting to cook a turkey and everything. So the show really like makes an effort to make a Thanksgiving episode every single year. And it's always so good. And I was wondering, I was like, what about these episodes makes it so good? And I think I cracked the code as to why. So the show, I've talked about this before on my TikTok, but Bob's Burgers thrives off of mundanity and it just does it so well. So in the face of all other adult animated sitcoms um, that don't necessarily have very simple plot structures or simple stories that they're telling. They're very fantastical and tend to be off the beaten path in a way. Bob's Burgers is very slice of life, like very mundane. And a lot of its strengths are in its writing and its character work. And that really kind of rings true with all the episodes that they do, especially the Thanksgiving episodes. So what I love about the Thanksgiving episode specifically is that it feels like I'm watching a Thanksgiving of of my own. Like I, there have definitely been situations adjacent to things that have happened in Bob's Burgers. I think they like perfectly encapsulate the kind of drama and craziness that comes with Thanksgiving, especially if you're from a, um, especially animated, family uh like I come from and so Thanksgiving is you know it can be very loud and boisterous and celebratory and I think Bob's Burgers the Belchers they definitely celebrate Thanksgiving in that way even though they're kind of a smaller family unit um so that's one thing another thing is like they definitely like I mentioned before don't put a heavy emphasis on the colonial view of Thanksgiving because we all know why we celebrate it but I think What makes the show like kind of a little bit more, a little bit better when it comes to their Thanksgiving episodes is that they just view Thanksgiving as a day for fellowship, as a day for community, as a day to be with the ones that you love and you're grateful for that. I think some Thanksgiving specials of of the past have... Try to do that, like the ending re- lesson is you know, like being grateful and you know, being thankful and everything like that. But they always kind of pepper in the talk track that we've heard for dozens of years. But I think Bob's Burgers kind of leans heavily in on, like, yeah, we're not gonna really talk about that side of it, we're gonna talk about this side of it. Um, because colonization is never a fun thing to celebrate. Um, so (laughs) I think to make the best of of the situation, to make the best of the holiday, I think Bob's Burgers attacks it in a way that is entertaining and relatable and just fun to watch. I'm trying to remember the name, my favorite Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episode. I think it's Turkey in a Can where they're having, the Belchers are having Teddy and Gail over And someone is mysteriously like throwing the turkeys into the toilet. And so that turns into like a mystery throughout the episode. It sounds dumb because it is. And I will watch that episode even when it's not Thanksgiving because I think it is so funny. Like Bob's Burgers really just nails like a kind of chaotic family dynamic in a non-toxic way, which is very, very, very rare for a sitcom to do especially with like a you know four to five person family unit Bob's Burgers absolutely they nail it so if you needed a reason to watch Bob's Burgers this Thanksgiving holiday I highly recommend it if you're if you've been on the fence with it just watch it I think you'll enjoy it I think it's very very great We've got a few episodes under our belt here at the Hi, I'm Bobby podcast. And guys, I got to tell you that it wasn't simpler to start a podcast than with Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. If this sounds amazing to you, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I am so excited and I hope you guys will make a podcast today. So moving on to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I watch this. I try to watch it every single year. It was something that I remember watching a lot as a kid, getting up early in the morning, watching the parade, seeing Sesame Street float, seeing the rockets, seeing the balloons. It's all just fantastic. And now that I live in New York, it means a lot more um, because I live where it takes place. It feels a little bit more special to me now this year, which will have been like my first year living in New York City. So I thought it would be fun to kind of share some facts that I found about the parade. So the parade, the first edition of the parade was held in 1924 it was in like the middle of the roaring 20s and it was put on by macy's employees so like macy's is a department store it's put on by macy's employees to kind of encourage people to come back to macy's and shop there for the holiday season obviously it's america it's going to be some type of capitalist tie back what what can you do but anyways (laughs) encourage people to come back for the the holiday season, the Christmas holiday season, and shop there. So the first, like, couple of floats that were in the parade, first of all, the parade had live animals up until, I think, 1927, which is when they started to introduce the balloons. But the first couple of floats that appeared in the parade were nursery rhymes, of all things, which I guess is, like, I kind of make sense because number one, I think they were matching the nursery rhymes were matching the displays that appeared in the Macy's flagship store, which I think is on Herald Square. And they were also like in the parade. So it was always kind of tying back to the store that and I think nursery rhymes. We don't tend to think of them as pop culture, but they kind of are. So I guess those were like the pop culture uh subjects or topics or icons of the day if you will so they were kind of easily recognizable everyone would know it it's similar to like seeing like the big bird balloon or like a i don't know pikachu balloon or like we would see now everyone can recognize it you know what i mean so i highly recommend you look up what these floats look like um because uh dare i say horrifying is horrifying the word that I want to say? I, I think it is the word that I want to say. Horrifying is the word that I would like to use because they are very, if you've seen anything from the 1920s, very that interesting. Um, But I digress. So anyways, like I said, up until 1927, they used live animals in the parade and then they stopped that. I imagine that using live animals, um, in a parade that stretches, I think, six miles. So it stretched from Herald Square up to Harlem, I think. I imagine that becomes a little bit cumbersome and difficult. So the very first balloon that appeared in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was Felix the Cat, which is he's is among one of the first kind of like animated figures of the day. He predates Mickey Mouse even. So That's interesting. That and I think the first Mickey Mouse balloon appeared in 1934. So Felix was kind of running things up until that point. Um, Shockingly, the idea of it as a Thanksgiving Day tradition really didn't pick up until around the 30s-ish. Like the 30s, 40s, 50s. um, Because it wasn't televised on national TV until 1947. And I think that was due mainly to the war obviously. And apparently in the 40s, all the balloons that tended to be used in the parade were deflated and donated to help with rubber supplies needed for World War II. Fascinating. So a lot of people have... um, said that the Thanksgiving Day Parade didn't really enter the pop culture lexicon until it appeared in Miracle on 34th Street, which is a popular holiday time film. And so I think that I agree. Like, I think it it really kind of entered the lexicon then. And then from then onward, it has been a major, like, piece of pop americana it is a tradition there is a a christmas counterpart but it's not nearly as big and as prominent as the thanksgiving day parade is so i just wanted to circle back to the balloons for a second because the balloons i think are more my favorite part um apart from the performances which i'll get to a little bit later but the balloons are kind of like the biggest pieces of iconography for the parade right um so a lot of i think here lately, I would say, in the past maybe like twenty to thirty years, the balloons have been signatures of anything that's coming up or any popular like icon mainly of like animated properties because I guess it makes sense the people who are gonna be most awed by balloons are children, so it makes sense that most of the balloons are of things that kids like um. So I feel like I remember there was a year where there was a Dexter's Laboratory balloon. There was a Jimmy Neutron balloon. I know there's been a SpongeBob balloon for sure. Um, Big Bird and apparently Snoopy of all people is the parade character with the most balloons in the parade's history, which makes sense because the Peanuts like franchise has been around for a very long time. So Rain or Shine, the Thanksgiving Day Parade tends to happen there's only a few times in history when it's been canceled or kind of modified in a way so what i'm looking at now this is from usa today it says that there's only been three times in history where the parade has like completely not happened in 1942 1943 and 1944 but now we all know that in 2020, it was modified. It's We still had a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, but there was no audience. So that was kind of the the difference in, in the parade and how things tended to go. Um, but like I said, one of my favorite parts of it is the performances. I think um, it's always fun seeing like which celebrities are on which floats. I remember when I was like kind of like almost uh like tween, I would say, like a tween, like 12, 13, 14, whatever, Um, and seeing like the high school musical cast on a float singing something or like some random, whatever Disney star of the day was on just a random float. And I just always felt like, oh my gosh, like they're outside of their show. They're outside of their little bubble. Like that's so, (laughs) that's so cool. I always love seeing um, the Sesame Street float and performance that always tends to happen and I think this year because I follow um this person who works for Sesame Street and they share all of these amazing like behind the scenes stories and fun facts they're amazing and I love them and every time I see their videos pop up on my for you page I'm like yes thank you um so (laughs) (laughs) anyways um, but I was watching one of their videos today and they were saying that this will be Sesame Street's 45th consecutive appearance at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is pretty cool. And then I also love seeing the Radio City Rockettes. They always perform in front of Radio City. Um They do one of their numbers from their Christmas Spectacular, and it's always amazing. I love the Rockettes. They are also on TikTok, and I see their videos all the time, and I get so excited um, because I love the Rockettes. So yeah. That's all of the little tidbits and bops that I have to share with you. Um, I do hope that you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, whatever that means for you. If it's hanging out with friends, if it's hanging out with family, and if it's hanging out by your damn self, that's also okay too. (laughs) Whatever it means to you, I want you to get it, have it, and have a great time and just relax. You know what I mean? So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, I hope you have a great turkey day. As always, I would like to hear from you. So in the description of each and every episode, there is a option to send me a one minute audio message. It could be a hot take. It could be a response to what I said, or it could be a question. It's really up to you. My one ask, as always, is to keep it respectful. If sending audio messages really isn't your thing, you can always shoot me a DM over on Instagram at the Afternoon Special or over on Twitter at Hi, I'm Bobby. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode and that you'll join me again next week for another pop culture deep dive. Later days, friends. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken... You could be navigating some tough stuff, and it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self, and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Julian on Love wherever you're listening now. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for t- nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. He did it again.